You're listening to the Made in the AM podcast with Tilly and Sophia. Oh, what you do that for? I like girls who eat carrot. I work in a bakery. Harry, Harry, give me some of your gravy. I have a strange fear of spoons. Shit, I've got chlamydia. What's up, me? I'm really sorry I was having a wee. Hello. How are you? Is anyone still there? Anyone still listening? Anyone there? Hello. 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 How? If you've stuck with us for the last <laughs> couple of months, then my God, you deserve a prize because this is almost going to go on as long as the 18-month hiatus. We are back and better than ever. We are back and better than ever, for surprisingly, with new equipment. And um, hopefully you can hear the sound quality difference. Yes, we um, obviously Melbourne went into a little lockdown um, for five days over the last... Five days, obviously, and then last night at 11.59, we got out of lockdown, and then we headed straight to a 24-hour Kmart, picked us up some mics, and we are set up. We are professional podcasters now. We are ready and waiting to give you great content, weekly episodes of your favourite boys, One Direction. Thank you very much for being patient. We've gotten... A few DMs, a few comments here and so there. So many nice DMs. How many, so many lovely things for you guys saying that you've really enjoyed it and you hope that we record very soon. We had no intentions of abandoning this project entirely. We just had to find the right time between living in different areas of Victoria or straight up just in different states. In Australia, In yeah. Australia. Christmas, uh, New Christmas, New everything Year's, happens. Busy period, busy times. Life gets in the way. You know how it is, guys. But we're back better than ever with, you know... A hella plan to hopefully stick to and um, more content to really fuel your guys's ears hopefully that you guys have stuck around long enough that you haven't gotten sick of waiting we're trying very, very <laughs> I'm, hard. I'm surprised about the amount of dms that we have received saying when's the next episode coming because honestly Loki was ready to give up, but <laughs> I wasn't I don't know about you but, but you know. now now the year started it's new year let's we're ready. 2021 is going to be the year of the Made in the AM podcast. We're going to be amped and ready to go. We've got plans. We've got a schedule now. We're hopefully going oh. to be weekly content. We've got a day to record and a day to upload now set up for it. That'll come in due time, guys. We'll get definitely be breaking that down, taking this a lot more seriously, as we said in the last episode, <laughs> and then we went on a break from November to February. So it's fine, but this time is serious. At least we're back. Unlike some boys we know <laughs> who said that they'd be back in 18 months. Look, exactly. So you can't, so look, the, the bar is very, very low, but we still have managed to somehow yeah. reach it, I'd say. So today's episode is going to be a little bit more of a great way to jump back in. It's a, uh, it's kind of like this opinionated ranking idea, this tier system that I've created, which I will link in the uh, description of this episode if you guys want to take a look at it yourself we're going to be ranking one direction's iconic moments now if you've been around for quite a while since one direction's come into existence you've noticed that they've had quite a few moments that iconic you, moments. iconic moments if you will that you can kind of reference at the tip of a hat and kind of really just recall as like a little inside joke a little moment to just kind of keep your serotonin going and we decided why not just put those into perspective in terms of what is the best and what is the worst, because there's been quite a few. Yeah, and like I've seen so many people on TikTok like being like, "Oh, like I joined the fandom this year. I don't know anything." Like, and they need something 
for us. Like we we're here to explain to you these iconic moments as well. So we're we going to be breaking everything down. We are veterans of this fandom, and we are more than happy to welcome you with open arms and explain to you guys some of the most ridiculously specific moments in their career that we just lived had to live through, 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 grew up through. And let me tell you, it's it's a roller coaster to say the least. Um. If you do partake in this tier ranking system, please excuse the absolute shite cropping of the actual we've had moments. S- we had a little bit of, we've had a few technical oh, difficulties setting ourselves don't up. Don't even Tilly. get started on the technical <laughs> difficulties we have had, but we're here, we're going to record it um, over the next coming weeks. It's only going to get better, higher quality. We do video. have these moments listed right in front of us. Um, you can partake in these yourself. I'm hoping that they're pretty legible for you guys to kind of read through and understand yourselves. If not, you can just kind of listen along as we do it. Hopefully that'll help you give you a little bit of context and yeah, do it at yourself if you disagree and you're more than welcome to submit them to us because there's quite a few moments. I think there's about 34 amongst yeah. infinite moments that we could not just pinpoint and some of them kind of could, like are grouped together into more of a generalized era or moment. We'll obviously go through them as we go along, but I think the the most proud of this whole tier that we made was the actual tier list that itself, like yeah, the like different the, rankings, like best the to grading, worst. the, the like rating the a system. To, yeah. What is it? A to no, what's a S, bad S to D? I think it is. What? So S is superior oh, and it's yeah. A B no, C. No, but I'm D. thinking like in, like at school, what's like the lowest you get? A, well, for an us, F. an F, an F. For us, was a U G, which stood for oh. ungradable. See, ours was a T. <laughs> I don't know what T. A, G- a what? A T. What's a T? I don't know. What does T stand for? It was just the worst. A T was just like an T. A. stood for the worst. Yeah. <laughs> I got a few T's in my time. <laughs> I never dropped below like an E. E was like. What's E? E was like passable but borderline bad. And then right. a UG was like ungradable. Oh, no. Yeah. So we had like T and then we had Z. 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 <laughs> Who am I? <laughs> Z. <laughs> a Z. Um, and like a Z would be like you pretty much didn't even try. Like you wrote like two words in an essay and handed it in. So basically what I'm learning here is the schooling system in Tasmania is a little bit weird. <laughs> yeah, look, I bit, think it was fast. just our school to be honest. Um, yeah, this is why you're not part of the mainland. We don't count you guys. But anyway. <laughs> anyway. So, so anyway, um, the way that we've put this ranking slash grading tier so system, um, we'll start from... Should we go bottom up or down or top down? Um, let's start at the top. Start at the top. So we've considered the ra- the, the the absolute superior ranking, the toppest of the top, the best of the best in the One Direction kind of uh, universe is the Take Me Home era. That is superiority. It's tier. like Take Me Home, Take, take me, me Home, back to take that me place. back to that phase. Yeah. So it was twenty thirteen to twenty fourteen in which we oh. got Frat Boy Harry, Frat Boy Niall. Um, we got the Take Me Home album, the Take Me Home tour. The the guys this were just, is us. This is us. It was the peak of their career. Best so, song ever. So Midnight way, Memories. So everything. that's like that itself is the superior ranking. So if something falls in the Take Me Home era and it's on on par with that, then you know that you've reached the absolute peak. It's just like literally just take me back to that take time. Take me back. Take me home. Take, take me, me home, home and take me. As I am. <laughs> I Take me on the floor. <laughs> so that's the very, very Wait, top. Wait, what's that song that goes like, Take me on the floor. Da, da, da. Is that how? No, that's Veronica's. But is that what it's called? Take me on the floor. Da, 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 I know two Veronica's da, 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 songs da, 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 da. and they're the ones that matter. 
Oh, no, it's like three. I think it's Veronica's song. If anyone knows. Um, yeah, let us know. I don't know that. Oh, that's probably a really niche reference. That is a very for niche our, reference. For our Tilly's majority. For our, no, but majority of our listeners are from the US. So Yeah, well. Um, sorry about all the Aussie references. <laughs> but Yeah, basically. Anyway. anyway, so that's the top tier. Take Me Home, yeah. Mira. Um, off on that little tangent that we went. The next one is the tier system is called the ranking level is called the laughs we have you know pranks laughs pranks laughs Ah. the best so it's like nary kind of like you know it's just hilarious hilarious, good moments that just kind of make you feel good it's not the best of the best but it's great it's just good good content it's good content it's like it doesn't it's not like you know the iconic moment in history but it's like good enough to be just great you know like you're just thinking you're like good shit but you know after that (laughs) the way that i can describe this before we'll give some context for this it's like the best way i can describe it is it's cringy but it's funny and it's a bit of a meme a bit of a meme but it stands to be iconic as much as we don't really like to acknowledge it as much and that tier we've called it swaggy liam (laughs) so for you guys who don't understand gold chain liam gold chain liam where he wore weird versace and like print and the low hanging baggy pants with the shaved head and the gold chains and the very high shoes he, he and stuff. He kind of was trying to establish himself as a rapper, but he just... I thought he was just having a crisis after he had Bear. Like, he was just trying True. to establish his young youth days. And now he's just fully adapted into the dad role, which is, like, totally commend oh, him for I that. Him. him with the long hair and, like, the fitted shirt with the nice dress pants. He's yeah. found his niche. But when he was swaggy, Liam, <laughs> he was a bit lost. Yeah. But to put that on par, that kind of puts us into perspective of, like... Funny, cringy Meme. moments, memey moments that are just kind of like, yeah, that happened. What the fuck? <laughs> like, yeah, just those iconic, hilarious moments that, that are just kind of like, oh dear God, but great. Yeah. Next on this one is a bit more of a, uh, a trigger warning. We're going to say something that's a little bit uh, controversial. <laughs> Pilgrim Harry. Pilgrim Harry. So Pilgrim Harry is only described as traumatizing moments. Yeah. Traumatizing, like triggering. Triggering. Not the worst, but it's definitely not the best. No, it's very much on the lower end of things. Why did that happen? Why did that happen? Why did it have to exist? And the fact that it does exist just kind of puts it puts a bad rap for the fandom because let's be real, we've had quite a few PTSD inducing (laughs) moments, and I'm sure some of them will fall under that. And then the one below that <laughs> is, uh, is carrots. Uh, carrots. So basically that tier ranking is called carrots because it's just like cringe, cringe, just pure cringe, just absolutely. There's no redeemable factor about it. It's just cringy. It happened. It was a, it was like a starting point for the fandom. You know, we had our moments like potato directioner, carrots, spoons, you know, <laughs> Kevin, Car- Kevin, that kind of moment where I was like, we love to forget about it, but it still happened. So we have mm-hmm. to put it in there. And then the very bottom one, I think it's very obvious. Why is Zane, Why Zane left? left? You know what? These things happen. Zane left for a reason. And I'm pretty sure it's and these, these specific Some of moments. these are definitely the reason. I would definitely leave as well if I was Zane. And <laughs> 90% of it. If one of these things happened to me, I'd be like, you know what? Think I'm, think I'm out. Think I'm, yeah. I'm a head out. So we've got quite a few moments here to break down with you guys and we'll have a discussion. Yeah. Maybe it'll be a little bit of a brief history lesson, a debriefer, a reminiscence, reminiscence, an opinion-based thing, and then we'll chuck it in the tier system. And then we'll just... Take it as we go. Yeah. So, Tilly, do you want to knock us off with the first one? All right. The first one. <laughs> We're starting off strong, guys. Okay. 
Now, this moment, I don't know when this moment actually happened. This Do was, you know? When this it, was like the year? It was Take Me Home. I think it was on the Take like, Me Home tour. 14? No, 2013, 20, 14. I think it was around 2014. Okay. And, um,. It's it's all it's all hearsay. Let's talk about. I don't know if it actually was confirmed, but it got viral enough that people were just kind of like ran with it as people do in this fandom. And it's called Nile in Japan. <laughs> and if you don't know what we're talking oh about, are we going to explain it? Nile, if I you're think... listening, sweetie, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I feel like <laughs> if you don't know, you don't know, and if you know, you know. And I don't know if you do. If you don't know, I don't know if you want to know. But we're gonna tell you anyway, so you're welcome. Yeah, are you gonna go into it? Um. So Nile in Japan. <laughs> so, um, there was. <laughs> how do you explain this? So, there was these reports when One Direction were in Japan, and Nile was in his hotel room. There were reports that um neighbors in Nile's. Uh, like ho- a dorm. I think it was one girl. Floor. It was one girl. Yeah. I think apparently a few people spoke out. I don't oh. know the specifics of it, <laughs> but they could report hearing loud noises and banging on the walls from Niall's hotel room. Yeah, and um, there was some rumor or like conclusion drawn from that that there was some self gratifying activity activity <laughs> partaking in Niall's hotel room. By himself. By himself. Of course, yes. By himself. Yeah. Just enjoying his time off. Enjoying himself a bit too much. <laughs> and it was rumoured that that was what it was based on the reports of loud banging and noises. A few people spoke out about it. And um, it went a bit viral. It never got confirmed or denied. It never got even addressed because obviously why the fuck would they address something like this? Here, I found the article. Please. That elaborate. got published. Yep. Witness. <laughs> Niall Horan was screaming during masturbation session. The Japanese girl that came forward with the story of finding One Direction boy band member mas- masturbating violently in his <laughs> hotel room released her statement earlier this morning. She said, and I quote, oh he was vigorously pumping his hand, banging onto the wall with the other, obviously disrupting his neighbour. From my view, he moved to his bed and then into his bathroom for a few minutes before coming out again. He was being very vulgar and was screaming out. (laughs) My younger sister, who was with me at the time, was obviously very disturbed. Okay. So So basically, as violent and as aggressive as it gets... Um, so that's where gra- are we gonna rank? Where are we gonna rank this iconic moment? No, um, I feel like I feel like it should be put in either Pilgrim Harry or Swaggy Liam. I think Pilgrim, Pilgrim Harry, Harry because we've kind of categorized the Pilgrim Harry ones as traumatizing. It is very traumatizing, and just like it's not it's, like it, as much as it's funny, it's not iconic funny. It's like it's just <laughs> like you know. I think this is something Niall would like to forget. That ever happened, and I, you know what, I think we should respect that. So maybe yeah. Pilgrim Harry. All right, we're chucking that in the Pilgrim Harry. Nile in Japan, starting us off in the Pilgrim Harry tier, meaning you know, it's it happened. It was funny, but not funny enough to be like Swaggy <laughs> Liam. It yeah. was it was just it was funny in a way that's kind of like oh Jesus Christ. So yeah, and All then right. that's that's a great start, I'd say. So All right. <laughs> the next moment, we're just jumping straight in the deep end. It's Zane leaving. <laughs> Yeah, no, just the that... straight up, straight up March twenty fifth, twenty fifteen moment. What an iconic. What moment. a moment. Um, I feel like if the, the if you don't know, and I'm sure you do. <laughs> if you don't know, if you don't know, One, One Direction, Direction had used to be a five member. piece. They had another member named Zayn Malik, and um, Zayn left. 
<laughs> as we know, that was that was a uh, that was D Day, if you will. You know, oh. very sad day in in history. But where to rank that? Would it literally just be why Zane left because that's quite corridless? But not really. But it's also yeah because it's but it because it's like a sad moment. Like we don't want to put that up there with like iconic because it's not because iconic yeah. usually means for something good this is like infamous it's famous for I feel bad like reason. you can only put in why, why zane, zane left. left but like at the same time it's why did zane leave because he left because he left yeah <laughs> like to put it very blankly why zane left is zane leaving <laughs> yeah that is true if you are if you get that you do we're gonna um do a whole episode on march 25th we're gonna release an episode all about um zane leaving and yeah. why we think he actually did leave There's and like our like where we were, what we what did. What was happening. Things happened. Our reaction. Yeah. You know? Let's, the next one is quite a, quite a, this is, I think I can already put this in probably yes. the laughs we have, all the swaggy Liam. Yeah. Things. It was the wanted feud. <laughs> the wanted was, yeah, if you don't know, the wanted was another American band that no, came. They were British. Oh, were they British? They were, they were British. Oh. Um. Well, yeah, they came around in like I think before One Direction, maybe like two. But they ended way before One Direction. Yeah, did. Um, One Direction essentially ended their careers. Yeah, and I think they got put together as well, like through like this audition process kind of thing. They have some iconic songs like "Chasing the Sun" and "Glad You Came." Glad I do. I mean, look, down. I I do dabble in a bit of honestly, yeah, like. It's it's good as a treat, you know. It it does it's a, it, it does slap. it goes hard. And I do kind of want to get over this like, I really hope we've gotten over this notion that it's bad to listen to the wanted because they really do have some. They bombs. do have some <laughs> great tunes, you know, like the music videos that they've made, iconic, and like they were conventionally attractive, and yeah. you know they had good music, and that's all we need in yeah. this in this life. A very simple simple but, formula. Yeah. But what happened with the wanted was that. It was a Twitter feud between, I don't know which member it was from The Wanted. I think, oh, like Louis. It was Louis and Zayn. Yeah. It was and Louis then, and Zayn and... What are the Wanted wanted members? <laughs> Just some live Googling here right now. We really I, come prepared for this. Oh, podcast. Max George. I yeah. think that was him. Yeah. Or Nathan or Jay. No, it wasn't Nathan. I think it was Max. Um, or Tom. I think it's Max. Yeah. Max like is the one that so rings ba- a bell. Yeah. Basically, The Wanted were just shitting on... Louis and One Direction just yeah, in general and like much. One Direction's whole image and aesthetic that they were going for, which was kind of like, bro, stay in your lane. Like you're really coming up to the world's biggest boy band right now when you guys have barely achieved commercial success in the UK. So it was kind of like a bit out yeah. of pocket, bit out of your lane. Like where are you coming from with this? And um, it just kind of went into this big roasting session to the point where I don't remember if it was Zane or Louis. One of them called the members Chlamydia Boy. I think it was. Um, I think it was Louis. Zane. No, I think it was Zane. Zane said chlamydia boy. I'm pretty sure. Okay, we're doing. We're just gonna Google chlamydia we, boy. We just need to fact check our stuff. Um, chlamydia boy. <laughs> I really hope something bad. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah. Zane on Twitter. Zane. Said, what did he say? Okay, he said. Oh, oh! I remember this. Okay, so. Max George tweeted Zane and said, enjoy rehearsals, stay off the bud. It clearly makes you cranky. Oh, that's that's relevant to a later moment that yeah. we'll talk about. And then Zane replies, at Max the Wanted, all right, chlamydia boy. It <laughs> Which just, is it goes, honestly iconic. It goes beyond that. Like, Louis got involved. It was like a whole affair thing. And Louis was like kind of like defending Zane, yeah. I think. It was just like basically. And then that in turn like made the Wanted fans and the One, One Direction, Direction fans, fans it was like absolutely a feud. 
go for it. Feuding with each other. And I know, like... All three of the Wanted fans plus all of the One Direction fans were just coming at it. Yeah, all three of them. (laughs) That's funny. Yeah, no, and um, I remember, uh, like, thing, like, trending. Yeah. um, Tags and stuff would, like, it'd just be, like... Was it the Wanted is over or whatever? I don't even know, but... Anyway, Chlamydia Boy, I think, was trending as well. If you want a full episode on, like, a deep dive into the Wanted feud, we could probably do that sometime, maybe. Sure. But where are we going to rank it? I think we put in the Swaggy Liam ranking because so it's too. hilariously iconic, but also kind of cringy because it's like... It's just like, come on, like, do we really care we, that It's much? like, it was just, it's just a public feud and most celebrity ones, they just need, they just don't need to be done on Twitter, but it's like kind of hilarious because we did get Chlamydia Boy, which is probably yeah. the best thing to ever exist <laughs> in terms funny. of that. Um, oh my god! The next one is my favorite thing ever. Oh my god! The I... cheetah print chick interview. Now if you know, you know. If, yeah, again, like if you you just need to look this stuff up if you don't know what we're talking about. Just literally in YouTube, search cheetah print One Direction interview, and it will come It'll up. It'll just it just is self explanatory. And this is my favorite interview. I've seen this so many times. Honestly, I just could not even imagine how. <laughs> It could get better than this. The serotonin it gives me. So it was during the Midnight Memories era. Yeah. If you don't know. So we'll explain. In their press conference. In their press conference, they were promoting the Midnight Memories album, of course. And um, obviously they do a press day. And those press days is when they go through, cycle through interviewers back and forth from different countries, whatever. And this woman was Spanish. Oh, I think it's Mexican. Mexican, sorry. She was from Mexico. She was from Mexico, sorry. And she was interviewing for a Spanish a Mexican slash uh, Hispanic uh, news outlet. And when she was promoting this, she comes through and she just straight up showed the least professional ethic when it came to interviewing the One Direction boys. She was like, yeah, they're here to promote their new album, uh, Midnight Memories, like so excited for this. The first question she asks them is, so guys, if you will see a girl in a bar, how would you feel? <laughs> and then Liam goes, Oh, no, it's Harry. I wouldn't hit a girl. <laughs> there were so many different things. She's like, there were just, the none of, so it was just Liam, Niall and Harry who were getting interviewed. Yeah. None of them were taking it seriously because she did not take it seriously either. And it was just this massively awful interview in which she was just asking them cringy questions. And then the she boys, starts smelling Niall's she shoe. She started smelling Niall's shoe. She was like making a joke about, oh, yeah, how would you hit on me then? Ha <laughs> ha, lol. And... Liam was just like, oh, so let's see if I see a girl in the bar wearing a cheetah print dress. So by the way, the cheetah print is because she was wearing cheetah print. She was wearing this very tightly fitted cheetah print dress. Doesn't really make a difference. It's just an ID sort of thing to notice her by because we just remember her as cheetah print girl. And um, no, and Liam was like, so let's see if I see a girl in a bar. And she's wearing a cheetah print dress. And she's like, okay, so how would you hit on me? And he's like, oh, no, no, it wouldn't, no, it wouldn't be you. It wouldn't be you. <laughs> and then it would just be, there would be, there was this one moment where, the boys had to redirect her attention to the album because yeah, Harry, they, Harry is so well well media media man, trained media trained and he, well mannered. He was like, "Wait, what? What's what's this album? What what yeah, is this?" He's and always she's like, trying to redirect it, trying to politely redirect the conversation to the relevant topic, which is obviously the album. At one point, <laughs> Liam asks the woman, "What's your favorite song on the album?" And she's like, "What's my favorite song?" She looks at the back and he's like, no, 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 no looking, no looking. And she's like, uh, I don't know, story of my life. And I was like, okay, you've clearly yeah. done your research. You just have to watch it to it's, know. It's, it's iconic. It's and iconic. I we put it right at the top. I, what, the Take Me Home. Yeah. I was going to put it at Wine's A Left. No. Why Zane Left? Because that was the worst. It, like, it's like that amongst many other interviews. I mean, true, but also 
the amount of times that I've watched that, like, it's just iconic. I feel like it would be either carrots or why is that in left? No. No? <laughs> no. Or what? the laughs we have, maybe. What? The laughs we have? Yeah. You think you'd put on the laughs we have? Yeah. All right, all right, fine. I'll hear you out for that I one. I just think it's so iconic. Have you seen that she's actually opened up a TikTok account? Has she? Yeah, the um, Mrs. Cheetah Print dress. Is that really she, what it yeah, is? Yeah, she has. Well, that's not her name, but yeah. um, Mrs. Cheetah Print dress. Is I just don't idea. actually know her name. Yes. Um, but yeah, she's got a TikTok and she just does One Direction videos. Oh dear God. So funny. It's been like. Five six years now, and she's just piggybacking yeah. off that. Of that, I image. think someone asked her um, if she still had the cheetah print dress. And I don't. She's interviewed she a few well. people. She interviewed Austin Mahone and Justin five Bieber well. and Five Sauce. Yeah. I think she was a bit better with them than she was with One Direction. I'm assuming she just came back from that and was kind of like, maybe I should do my. She research. interviewed them this uh, like a second time. She as did, well. and Louis was there as well. Yeah, which wasn't I, as. I so wish that um, Louis was there Louis for the first was one. in the first one. Yeah. Oh my god, that would have been so hilarious. All right, the next one is so, oh, Twitch cams. The Twitch Oh cams. my god! So on Twitter, you used to be able to do this like live streaming thing called a Twitch cam, and the boys used to go live all the time. It was just it was at the very beginning of their career. It was probably amidst just after X Factor had like ended, like two thousand eleven, two thousand and twelve, yeah. And it was like before that they had really, really reached the peak of their fame, but it was on the rise. They were very big at the time, and. Basically, you could, like, tweet at them as they were being live and they would read questions and stuff like Liam that. Liam once answered my um, question on, on a Twitter cam. What was the question? Um, can't say I remember, but... Well, then, I don't believe <laughs> But he did. He actually did. I remember um, those. And I remember... It was just the chaotic moments, you know? Like, Harry would be wrapped up in a blanket. It was really, really cute. It was when they did, like, prank calls and stuff. Yeah. So many different inside jokes were made there. I think it was when we first saw the first um, time Zane said, What's up, man? No, he did that in the video diaries. Did he do it? Oh, no, he did too. My bad. But he... He, he, he was very much... He was very vocal. He was... His personality really showed through. It was hilarious. Yeah. And it was like the era of when it was just easier to kind of interact with them. When they were active on Twitter and interacting with their fans, it felt so... It was just so wholesome and great. Like, it just felt so good. And I think we should put that in the Take Me Home era. You, you think? I think. Because okay. it was just such an innocent time. All the laughs we have. Maybe maybe the laughs we have. We'll yeah. chuck it in the laughs we have. Because I feel like it's not like a standout moment. It is. It was just. A, just it was a point in time where yeah. it was like content. It was content. It was yeah. content heavy, and it didn't feel like such a like. If you guys want to look it up, definitely would recommend looking up just the compilations. Just watch that are, them all. Watch them all. Watch whatever the ones that are on YouTube. Because they're I know way. On. They're so much better than Instagram lives. Oh my god! <sighs> it was before Instagram live. Before. Facebook Live before Twitch was a thing. Oh it was Twitcams. Literally before Periscope. Oh my god! Before any of that, it was Twitcams, and they were just so great. Gemma Styles used it as well. Like it was just a great way to mm. for faves, uh, uh, for like stars to interact with their fans. It was just so much. It was just wholesome. It was great. It was great. Similarly, similar, how do you say that? Similarly, similarly. similarly. So as we've, um, as, we, as we've discovered I've this discovered week, I've discovered the last I, couple of days. Tilly can't talk. I can't speak. Do I you want to try and say do... Tilly? Do you want to try and say Vietnamese? No, because I'm going to offend our followers from Vietnam. Um, she pronounces it Vietnamese. Okay. Sure. <laughs> anyway, similarly. Um, <laughs> Sorry, I just sim- like to roast sim- Tilly. You say similarly. 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 Yes. Okay. Um, 
in a, on a related note. Yeah, related to the last one, we've so got the video diaries. The video diaries is the next moment that we've listed out here. And if you were here from the start, I wasn't – look, I wasn't following them when they, they were on the X Factor UK. No, neither. Because, obviously, it was the X Factor UK. However, I, I was, like, acquainting myself with the no, video diaries. it was all you would watch. It was all you would watch. It was where literally the, the blueprint of the joke started. Yeah. No Jimmy protested. I Kevin. like girls who eat carrots. Kevin, simple but effective. Oh, so many Louis jokes that were just oh uh, the Louis, origin of that. Louis was at his prime. Louis was part. was showcasing the absolute best of the best of humor, and it just we just ate it up. We ate Literally. it up, and it was these if the, the weekly video diaries were these online content things that they would do after every week on the X Factor, and they would like reflect on their performance. Most of the people who were on the X Factor, most contestants would take it very seriously. One Direction, being One <laughs> Direction, didn't take it seriously at all. And all they did was just make absolute jokes, especially Louis. Louis especially. Yeah. And it was just hilarious. Like, it was the breeding point of all these inside jokes. It was probably what actually really brought them up in the stardom. Yeah, was... no, it definitely, like, that was the reason why they... Um got so famous was because they like showed their personality on these um video diaries and like would show them opening like fan mail and stuff and yeah they were just they would be so they were just because they were just so normal and so funny and so charismatic (laughs) it was so relatable along the side fact that they were like five cute uk boys with all these like with these talents and stuff and it was like then they had the personality to go along with it and i think for that reason take me home era yeah, video diaries right. is take me home era. Yeah, I would rank video diaries above the Twitcams. Oh, absolutely! It just felt so organic. It felt so because it was them being organic. It was before the media training. It was before the fact that they had like preemptively knowing what they're gonna say. This was literally just them going in raw, going in uns- unedited, unscripted, and it was hilarious. So, yeah, next on the list is something that we all know. I think everyone's seen this at least five times. Carpool karaoke. The carpool karaoke. Now this is, we we were waiting for this for so long. And it was, and I, and I hated how they did it when it was a four. Like I understand why they did it when they were a four because it does make a lot more sense. But then also they, they fit in the car. Put, <laughs> That's literally put, like, the only other cut. bands um in the car, like just got in a bigger car with more seats. Have they done that? Yeah, with like. I don't know what I James don't, Corden. I don't know what you have against One Direction and the banding, but we're coming for you. Because but you also, didn't give I don't know. Maybe the timing just didn't work out like that. But it was still great. It, do you know what it gave us? What it gave that us. iconic uh, no control dance. Oh my goodness! Of course. Yeah. Yeah, and it, it, the the best the best it gave us the no control dance. It gave us Harry's wonderful ah, yeah. <laughs> Harry showcasing his vocal <laughs> ability. It gave just all, it was just really funny content and it was just lighthearted. It was a good way to break up the really tension that was yeah. caused by Zayn announcing his hiatus. And then everyone got really angry because they like went through um, Macca's drive-thru and they didn't show it in the original video. Yes, and then we got that extra content for the mm. 10 year and yeah. it was Louis giving back a milkshake because he didn't want it anymore, yeah. <laughs> which, you know, uh, go off, I guess, anyway, but sure. Where should we rank? I that? would put Carpool, because Carpool Karaoke, it was good. I'd say put it in maybe like the laughs we have. Yeah. Maybe. It's not really like a meme, but it's like good. It's good. It's just good. It's simple. It's lighthearted. It doesn't yeah. put anything too heavy on you. It's a good way to enjoy a kind of just an easy watch. Yeah. It's It has rewatch value. I've Yeah. It's great. Anyway, the next one. Where are we going today, Mark? 
That's my terrible that um, was an Irish, awful accent. Irish accent. But, but where are we going today, Mark? Was like this thing that Niall did on his Instagram, and he would record Mark, who was their bodyguard, security. He was yeah yeah he was on. The, um, I think it was a roadie actually. Yeah, he he worked in the team. He worked on the team with um, One Direction, and he Niall would record himself asking Mark, "Where are we going today, Mark?" And Mark would be like, "Oh, Australia." Sydney, Sydney. Sydney. He would do these like little, little like jingle bits. It was yeah, on the he, On the Road Again tour. He'd do all the, was it? Yeah, I it was on the On the Road. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was on Otra. Yeah, yeah. And um, it was just every time they approached a new city, they would do this, where are we going today, Mark? And it was just like. I remember they didn't do it for like one city and everyone got super angry. It may have even been Melbourne or like. I feel like it was somewhere in Australia and everyone got super mad because they didn't do it. And I mean, had to, to be fair, like every, we place. always get left out. So I know, you know, whatever. anyway, where are we going today, Mark? That was iconic. Look up the compli- compilation. Oh my God. I actually can't speak. I need to go to like speech therapy, Honestly. but um, yeah. I'm putting that in take me home. I really? Think, I think it would be take me home. See, okay. I think so. I think it's Willow. You think it's last we have? Yeah, or even Spaggy Lane. You think it's kind of cringy? Yeah. Let's go last we have. Let's, Let's go last we have. We'll go meet in meet the middle. Meet in the middle. Um, yeah. Like, I think that it was just it was just cute because it was, like, a little bit of something to look forward to. It was a little bit of Nile content that we got to see. Yeah. It was just kind of, like, also amplified a bit of hype for the concerts that they were going to. And it, like, made your city feel a bit more special and stuff, especially since it was all personalized to each one. So I really enjoyed it. Um, so, yeah. The next one we have, and this is just... This still stands to be one of the best moments, not even just in this One is, Direction history, just in history. Oh, my God. I don't know what it is about this video, but it gets me. We all know flustered. the one specific moment. Yeah, we're all that moment. About, but that whole thing in general was just a great night. It's iconic to the fandom to this day. I wonder if you can guess it. I doubt that anyone <laughs> because it's too, we're just being so bad. <laughs> so, yeah. But anyway, it's the tattoo roulette video. James Corden does a tattoo roulette. If you guys don't know what that is, it's basically you have a box. And it says safe or tattoo and people go on it. Usually bands do it and they'll play it. Five Sauce did it. One D did it. A bunch of other people have done it. And it's like, a, it's a literal game of roulette. And if you get a tat, if you get the tattoo box, you have to get late, late show tattooed on your arm. And if James Corden got it, then he would get the band name tattooed yeah, on him. James was going to get One Direction, wasn't he? One James day. was going to get One Direction. Yeah. And um, See, okay. it's rigged. It's absolutely oh, yeah. rigged. I thought you were going to disagree with me on that, but it is a hundred percent rigged. It's so rigged. And, Okay, everyone's like, but Niall's reaction, I think... I think Niall wasn't in the know. No, I don't think Niall knew that... I think Harry knew that Harry he was going to get it. Harry knew Because the way it. that he, like, slams the, it down the me, like, he's like, yeah, right, oh, I The iconic that. moment of him slamming that box down with that little, the tongue and mouth, like, oh. raised eyebrow, <laughs> long hair Harry moment. Stands in my brain to this day. But yeah, like, I don't free. think Niall knew, but I, I think yeah, Harry knew that Harry he was going to I think Harry James... New. Yeah. I don't know about Liam and Louis. That, yeah. That's up for debate, but I don't really think that matters too much because it was down to just Niall and Harry. Yeah. But the way Niall reacted was literally he was shitting his I pants. Know. He was ready to absolutely because so, it was literally down to him. And I think Harry must have known which. I think yeah, hundred. And I think that's a fun way to organize because Harry already had a fuck ton of tattoos yeah. at that time, and it was like a bunch of them were just like really Lols. dumb lol yeah. ones. And I think Tattoo Roulette puts on Take Me Home. Because it stands, because okay, yeah, it's still iconic. I think, yeah, okay. It's still great to this day. Yeah. Like, it's it's something that we've still referenced. Like, you see in the edits yeah. of Harry slamming the box. Slamming. Slamming the box. I want Harry to slam me like that box. 
Okay. Moving on. Anyway, the next... Speaking of your weird thirst moments. Good segue. And I think this one goes in Take Me Home era as well. I might chuck it. I'd probably chuck it in Swaggy Liam, honestly. What? It's... Okay. It's, so it's the um, better than words. You make me want to... Either way, you've got the Nile version or the Harry version. Harry grabbed his crotch and the Harry Nile... Harry like... Drew up and, and then Nile went Nile down. Went down. <laughs> you, can, you should see us in, right now. We're like doing the <laughs> we're, just like, we're just gesturing anyway. on our anyway. So oh. on the tour when they performed better than words, I think it was it was on on, on the road again. Yeah. So Nile started doing this thing where he would like, like, pr- like pa- palm his hand down his like groin, <laughs> his groin whenever the lyric "You make me wanna swim on that yeah. and um. That was just like really iconic because he made a habit out of it. Everyone was anticipating it and everyone just squealed at the side of it. Harry kind of did it a couple of times, but it wasn't anything t- as iconic as Niall's yeah. one. I think Niall really owned that kind yeah. of thing. Granted, it was fantastic. Because it was Niall's line. It was Niall's line and it was fantastic. Um, I would, the p- reason why I want to put it in Swaggy Liam is because it's just kind of like, he did it a lot. <laughs> I mean... It was great. It'd be great if it was like a couple of times. Okay. I found it a little bit like... It wasn't cringe per se, but it was kind of like... Niall, these are children. There are I mostly children that, oh you're just, that you're doing that in front of. Let me see if I've got... Because like at least when it came out, I was like 15. I was yeah. only 14, 15. I'll find the video of me... Um, when I went to see not um when I went to see Nile when I went to see One Direction, um on the road again I think I posted it on TikTok yeah I did check out our TikTok for the main for the whole video Made but just listen pod. to me scream when he does it oh god That is me um, having a fucking <laughs> a fit over Niall just doing that. Well, yeah, and it's like I get it, I get it. Like we, he knew what he was doing with that. Like he knew we knew what we were signal. He knew what he was signaling to, and that's great and it's mm-hmm. iconic. But it's like still kind of like all right, okay. calm down. We can chuck it in Swaggy Liam, but I it's on the good end of Swaggy Liam. You know, like yeah, it's not right. a bad, it's not a, yep. ne- Swaggy mm. Liam is not a negative thing. Swaggy Liam is not a negative connotation. It's just kind of funny, kind of cringe, but also kind of, yeah. but also iconic in its own way. Now this next one is, oh, when. Near and dear to our hearts <sighs> as fellow Aussies. Yeah. When One Direction came to Australia for the first time in 2012. <sighs> they were it was, living. It was April 2012. And oh my God. This... They were living their best <sighs> lives. So many moments. So came many out of moments this. happened. So we've had obviously Niall's Vegemite getting sold. Oh on yeah, eBay. on sunrise. On sunrise. So I woke up at like four a.m. to just watch One Direction on sunrise. Sunrise is like a morning, a show, morning show, kind of like yeah, early yeah, early morning. Like people watch it. T- breakfast TV. Breakfast TV yeah. show. Like nothing, not nothing too hard hitting in terms of journalism. But like the morning show in the um, morning show in in the in US. America, yeah. yeah, I don't really know. Um, but yeah. Um, so One Direction were on because they always get the big stars and they had to get One Direction. And thousands of fans were flooding the studios. Literally. Outside the studios, there was a live studio audience in yeah. the studio. There was like people literally crying 
fair enough. There was just so it was insane. Like it was massive. Yeah. And because it was the first time they were like properly in Australia. Because it they was... did they did come for the up all night tour, but it wasn't as big of a deal. Yeah. No, that was the up all night. No, it was Take Me Home. No. Yeah. Two thousand twelve was um up all night. No, they came for Take Me Home though. Because Yeah, I had... no, Take Me Home was two thousand thirteen. Up all night was when they came the first time. Because I didn't go. Because that's the year. Are you sure? Yeah. No. Okay, I'm going to look this up. 2013. No, 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 no. I want to yes, confirm Yes, I am correct. You're not correct. I am. So no. 2013 October, they came to I know that Australia. that's when they did, but it's yeah. like, when did they come on Sunrise? 2012. April. It was around Easter. Was that the first time? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. 100%. And that was for up all night because I was so devastated. I could, I oh, couldn't no, get wait, tickets. no, you're right. Sorry, you are right. Yeah. My apologies. And then when they were in um, Australia, they went surfing. And we got the very iconic uh, Lilo surfing content. Yeah. In we, weddies. like oh. In the wetsuits. They looked fantastic. Yeah. And um, Liam's underwear got stolen. Yeah, some girl like climbed onto his balcony when he was like trying to have a nap, like um, when he was sleeping and then... Um, he was naked and he that iconic photo of him on his balcony is like pubes are out that's that's so good um and yeah they stole his like red calvin clients and then um his security like tracked them down and um um, there were at the beach and there was like a bunch of fans waiting outside of his hotel which was near a snake habitat (laughs) it was on the back end of it snake habitat it was was just an area that possibly had snakes yes but anyway anyway um liam was like discouraging he's like turn around there's snakes there it's a Uh, snake habitat and um zane and harry snuck out of their hotel room in sydney and they went out in sydney because they were 18 at the time so they were legal yeah and they were having the time of their lives there was like these low quality photos of them just dancing and shit oh my god it was like recorded on like a nokia phone or whatever okay it was just like an iconic moment in their career because they were literally just living their best life and they've like Constantly talked about how much they love Australia. It was just Australia. like at the peak of their like, It was just existence. so good to see. And it was in the news everywhere. Like everyone was talking about it. It was just. It was the first time they visited and it was like a setting for like the best time of their lives. So I think for that reason, we should put in the Take Me Home era. Yeah, 100%. Uh, we're very biased because we are Even Australian. it wasn't the Take Me Home era. <laughs> it wasn't the Take Me Home era, but it, it fell, it falls into that same year of I'm vibe. pretty sure they released that they were, um going to do another tour at that time yeah like, yeah and no that's like, right we're coming back i remember that niall i think it was niall or so, i don't know, remember who actually said it but i remember one of them was saying that they're going on another tour yeah that was where they announced it and i remember i screamed <laughs> the house down and i begged my mum to let me go yeah and my auntie had to go and buy tickets for me because i had no idea how ticket tech worked at age 12 in person it no, she had to do it online. Oh, right, I had no yeah. idea how to do it online because I didn't have a card and my mum never bought concert tickets before right. either. So my auntie had to do it for me. <laughs> and I remember screaming the house down. I was, And I remember my auntie calling me that day being like, or not that day, but like the day the tickets came out. Yeah. She's like, yeah, Sophia, you're going to see One Direction. Oh screamed and run around the house. I was crying. So it was the best thing ever. I remember oh feeling God. so excited and just being like overwhelmed because it was just, anyway, yeah. peak, peak era. The next one's pretty peak as well, and that's One D Day. One D Day. We Iconic. really. We that really... was 2013 as well. This is why the Take Me Home era is just elite. Elite. And I don't think. Was it Take can... No? They were promoting Midnight Memories for that yeah, one. Yeah, but it was at the end of. Uh, it was like December yeah. 2013. Um, 
but I feel like we just can't even like deep dive into this in this episode. But it's we'll an do a eight whole... hour live stream. There is no way we can. We talk... should like go through like we should episode... rewatch and talk about it yeah. in a future episode, hour by hour. Oh dear God. Anyway, anyway, one D Day iconic Take Me Home era. All of us tuned in for eight yeah. hours in front of our laptops just to watch them. I think I fell asleep. I fe- I like woke up late and I tuned into it late. Yeah, it like in Australia it started at like four AM. Yeah. And ridiculous. Yeah, I watched it all. Oh, of course. Um so to then segue, within one yeah. D Day was a very famous <laughs> moment that happened that is its own moment on its own because it was just so wonderful. So they did a lip sync video in one D Day to just kind of like input and it was to talk dirty to me by Jason Derulo. Oh, oh, and it's just like a compilation of them, like just working out, working out, being, fucking about, being hilarious, being hilarious, having a great time. That just goes mouthing, take, take me home, home as well. Yeah. If yeah. it's it's by default, All if right. one D Day is in there, the take the talk dirty to me music video is in there too. It was great. Okay, next we've got this is us, the era, I the, guess, and by that we mean the movie, the movie, but also the press, the press conference, the press conference. And the premiere oh. where Perry showed up with a fat engagement ring. True. That was the same time. Yeah. So it was just basically oh. the whole era because it was like One Direction got their own movie. Of course they did. And it was like the This Is Us was during the Take Me Home era. Yeah. So meaning by default, it's on Take Me Home era in terms of the tier yeah. ranking. Because it was just so amazing. Iconic. Iconic. The Nari content. The Nari we content we got. Oh, my God. The press conference where we got the iconic, you know, Harry talking about how he hates when a girl spits. Yes. Oh, my God. Hilarious. Um, Pimp Daddy. Pimp Daddy. <laughs> Zoella got to interview them. We got Chubby Niall Bunny Niall the stuff. Church Boy. Niall the Church Boy. Give it a rest. <laughs> so now we're going to just take a turn here <laughs> and talk about <laughs> 18 months. 18 months. A.K.A. the hiatus announcement. That era was probably a dark time for me. Same. It felt like a death. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. I treated it like a death. I gr- I went through the five stages of grief, the seven Honestly. stages of grief, the, the 20 stages of grief over and over because I was just in denial because I really believed that 18 months was going to be real. I just knew like when that 18 month ro- like rolled around, it it wasn't happening. Oh, absolutely not. I think as soon as we, because who was it that first came out with the single? For, I think was it Harry? Harry, yeah, surely. They all kind of came around around yeah. Harry came out first. With Harry, Simon Liam, times. and Niall all like released like within like within a couple of weeks. I'm pretty sure. Oh, Louis was kind of already in that experimental thing as well yeah. because he released with Steve Aoki. Yeah. But basically, when that came around, it was just like the the period of time we're having to come to terms with the fact that One Direction are coming back. They're not. They're not. Never. Unfortunately, not. <laughs> never say never. Never say never. Never say never. However, okay. Eighteen months was just too optimistic. Yeah. And it felt like it was just such a joke. And the yeah. fact that we and we and we ate it up. We were like, yeah, 18 months is fine. 18 months is fine. We can, we can do it with 18 months. So, so for that reason, bottom, I'd put it in carrots, carrots because I put in carrots because it was cringe that we believed it. The next one's quite iconic, too. And that's the um, 2012 Olympics performance. That was the London Olympics. The London Olympics yeah. And they like rolled out on this bus, um, this double decker bus. Oh I think it was it was was it the closing ceremony or the opening? I think it was the closing. I thought it was opening. I don't know. I don't really um, follow. I didn't follow the Olympics very. Closely. I remember waking up to watch it live. Oh yeah, again, <laughs> again, because 
that's all I did with my life in high school. Well, um, yeah, you based your life around One Direction. But yeah, they basically, yeah, closing ceremony. Okay. Yeah. So, and the Spice Girls were there and all these iconic other that British art, remember, artists. Yeah. 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 Um, and they just, I think they just sung What Makes You Beautiful. That's all they really needed yeah. to do. It was great. Um, it, look, it was, it, I don't think it stood to be one of the key components in their career. No. So I'm going to put in the laughs we have. I think at least because it was good. It's th- there was nothing wrong with it. It's just like, yeah. It's, it's like look at look at the ranking we've got in the Take Me Home era. Yeah. Tier. And do you yeah. think Olympics kind of lives up to that? I'd say no. But okay. It was great. <laughs> the next one. The next is one my to go back. Thing. The go back a little bit to the wanted feud. So we so we as we know Max tweeted at Zayn, stay off the bud. It makes you moody or whatever. That's a reference to what this moment is, which is the Zooey Weed video, which was leaked leaked there's again a, there's, a, there's a conspiracy that louis leaked it himself yeah if you want a podcast about that moment as well we could like go into that con- whole conspiracy about um yeah. louis, louis possibly, possibly being the leaker it. and the one that sent it to daily mail to try and like kind of break the image from yeah, yeah. anyway so basically this was a low quality lo- like when we say low quality we say potato quality like filmed on a ds light with the camera <laughs> so bullshit. true so shit i don't know if it was like the smoke in the air or like what but it was they were in peru yeah i think i remember i don't fully remember but it was just this video of zane and louis i'll in a chuck van. in the audio because it's just hilarious they're just smoking weed so here we are leaving peru joint let happy days baby look what you've done to me <laughs> smoke screen baby that's just Zane warming up there before the show. Zane takes his job very seriously. He made sure he goes through a two-hour intense warm-up regime before every show. One very, very important factor to Zane's warm-up, of course, is Mary J. Chicken and chili. And I remember at the time when it came out, being the little innocent gal I was, I thought it was the end of my life. I was like, my idol smoke weed. Really? Yes. I was because I was like a little Christian girl growing up, <laughs> all right? Like I wasn't really out here condoning the I use don't of really weed. remember my reaction. I, I was I just, just like shocked. I like funny. I tried to play it off like I was cool with it because it was like it wasn't heroin, but like But a lot of fans like l- left the fan yeah they were like, so upset about that um what, what were they like there was some hashtag going around like cancel zane or what it like there was like a lot of it hate was a big towards thing it. about it and, and it was like, and it was obviously and it was more charged towards zane yeah because just fucking all yeah. the people but yeah and it was really shit because it's like nowadays with the attitude that we have towards yeah. weed and drug culture particularly around it just look at harry's album like look at harry's album he did shrooms when he did fine line zane smokes weed literally on the regular now marijuana is like a medicinal use now like there's so many worse fish to fry than weed in terms of them smoking it and it's like it's zane and louis are we surprised that those are the two who smoke weed if it was niall i'd be a little bit like oh my god because it's like niall has like the church boy Nile the church, Nile the church boy, but Liam, but Louis and Zayn, they were the ones who first got tattoos. They were the ones who kind of showed yeah. the rebellion kind of thing. So it was like it wasn't that big of a deal, but it was iconic. Yeah. Like that moment in time was insane. It made national, international news. Honestly, it was trending on Twitter. It was a big moment in the fandom. Nowadays, we just don't even see it as that big of a deal. And so for that, I'd probably put it in like Swaggy Liam. 
I was thinking it's like on the same par as I'd put it as Pilgrim Nile Harry. Japan. Yeah. I'd put it in Pilgrim Harry Pilgrim actually. Harry. It was traumatizing at the time. Yeah. And it was like, but it's like it's not a big deal. The next one is something that we are the fandom itself is iconic for doing, and that's hacking security cameras. You can't really see it, but it says hacking security cams. Yeah. You know, and like the the hallway in the hotel. Yep. The and elevator. At um the airport. I think it was Auckland um airport. They hacked in just to watch just Harry. Just to watch them like, sit in on his the, phone. In the in the terminal just chilling. Yeah. Now I'm gonna put this in carrots. Yeah, because it's cringe. It's cringe. Just straight up cringe. Yeah. I'd put it almost in Zwine Zane left, maybe because oh. Because it kind of goes into this discussion about how the boys literally had zero privacy. And I would definitely be like, why the fuck can I not just sit in a terminal or walk down my Very hallway? True. I'd probably put in carrots, actually. Like, I don't think it carrots, was. Carrots, yeah. Because it was like, it was the fans doing. It wasn't management. Mm. It was the fans who did it. And it's carrots because carrots is like where we categorize cringe yep. in the fandom. Another <laughs> thing that the fandom did was we tried to buy One Direction from Modest. <laughs> Um, I don't remember what year this was, but oh, we basically I. started this started whole go GoFundMe that like literally reached so much money. I think I don't know what I don't know where the money, money went. It I probably don't know what just like GoFundMe probably we um, was, we were, yeah. took it back. But we took this big self awareness plunge where we're aware that management was just treating One Direction like shit, and so we were like, let's buy them from Modest. Let's let's free <laughs> them from the reins of Modest. And we didn't realize we don't understand how contracts work or legality behind and buying like, people. Who, own them who like, would own them apparently the fandom the are they public property yeah like no. can we just uh, right. do we take it in rations do we set i put that in carrots, carrots. so the next one we probably chuck in i think that that just kind of falls well in there i think this one this is great because we still reference it to this day and um that's the phases of harry styles oh my harry's God. just phases like i think harry went through the most phases in terms of all of the boys because he went from cheeky little boy from cheshire england to frat boy. frat boy, to Prince, to Intimidating as Fuck, to Dunkirk, to all these other things. Yeah. Harry's gone through about different identity crises in one, but they're all iconic for their own reason. And so for that, I'd probably, I'd probably put that in the laughs we have. Yeah, Because I agree. it gave us a new aesthetic for Harry, a new attitude towards Which Harry. Which was your favourite? I don't know. I put myself in print in um, frat boy Harry. Same. I I'm so basic. Uh, oh my god. I love like, frat boy Harry. Again, just that take me home era. It just it's, it's just all like black skinny jeans, black, black skinny t-shirt, jeans, black t-shirt, the bandana, oh, the bandana oh. Harry as well. Like that falls under it. It was yeah. just so great. Like I just anyway. Right. I'll take the next one because I have a lot to say about this. <laughs> I participated in this, of course. And this is the Let Nile Sing movement, <laughs> I, would, I would call it. Um, basically, I think we touched on this in an, uh, like a previous episode where um, management was like taking, turning Nile's microphone off and like not giving him solos and stuff. It was, there was like a repression of Nile's wonderful vocals. Yeah. Anyway, the fans like started this whole Let Nile Sing movement, LNS, um, Basically it, trended on Twitter it was try, to try and get Niall to be able to sing. Even though Niall has like publicly spoken out against it and basically said, have you all ever heard of technical difficulties? <laughs> I think obviously, as we said in our Why We Hate Modest episode, we talked about how they did loosen the reins as years went on. But like Let Niall Sing was like a big point of it because we were so adamant that these boys needed to be on an equal pedestal 24-7. Like I think nowadays we can kind of objectively say that, hey, there are stronger singers in the band than there are others in terms of members. 
But that doesn't mean Niall didn't deserve to sing. Yeah. Especially since now he's got literally the voice of an angel. Oh, songwriting Billy's of an angel. And the last couple of albums, he really shone. He really shone through. And, like, live performances he shone through. Mm. And I'm so, so... And, like, Louis had to give him his mic sometimes because they t- because of... Yeah, I really think his just technical difficulties. But I, I, <laughs> I do remember this moment where I um, went to school with... Hashtag LNS written on my wrist and that kind of thing. I, so where are we putting this? Carrots? Or, I'd say carrots. Yeah. I'd put carrots. Because cringe. Cringy. Yeah. Because it's like, I do think that we like love to come up with a good juicy conspiracy theory. This next one is the pregnancy the prank. The pregnancy prank. Was this on Nickelodeon? Yes. Yeah. Where they pranked. No. It was Zane and Louis. Zane and Louis pranked. Zane and Niall Louis pranked and Niall and Harry. That and the pregnant. Yeah. Um, host of or interviewer was going into labor and basically it was just really funny it was iconic for two reasons one we got to see harry go into this absolute paternal mode he was the sweetest human being you could possibly see louis and nile i mean uh louis and zane were kind of like yeah lol we'll help out liam's trying to help as well Niall, Niall, unbothered. This man did not even blink. He could not give a shit that this woman was going oh into labor. His face was the definitive reaction of I could not care less. No, but how old were they at this time? Like they were probably 18? like nineteen, eighteen, like seventeen, eighteen. How is an eighteen-year-old boy meant to react? Like I know, but it's like you'd think that there'd be a little bit more awareness yeah. of it. And so I don't know if he knew it because he had a hunch that it was fake, or he just genuinely couldn't no, give I a think shit. He was just like, "What the?" It fuck was is so it? funny. Fight, he just, fight, or freeze. I guess this man did not leave the couch. He sat there, <laughs> literally legs crossed, just yep. Yeah. Cool. Anyway. It's on YouTube. Please watch it. It's hilarious. Where did we say we're ranking this? I'm probably going to... I'd chuck it in... I think Pilgrim Harry. Yeah. It's just... It's No. Maybe the laughs we have. Because that's funny. Yeah. All right. Well, no. Let's, yeah. No. Laughs we have. Why did I even suggest... That was hilarious. Honestly, the best. Okay. I reckon this next one's a top contender and that is... Harry being late to the Brits because he needed a toilet break. <laughs> really sorry I was having to wee. Yeah, that's in our intro. Iconic. Iconic. It's it's a it's a of course. That whole little moment was just hilarious and watching Harry just run through. Like I can just picture. Imagine going to the the, the toilets at the Brits. Honestly. And like you're like just minding the toilets your business. are so far away at those places as well. Like yeah. Insane. Yeah. And so like imagine you're just at the toilets and you're like washing your hands. And then you hear, and then you just hear this like these like boots running about and you just see this like shadow of a figure dart out of the toilets and it's Harry Styles running for his life to the stage. It was hilarious. And he had no idea what they won either. He just thanked them. What did we win? What did we win? (laughs) So we're going to chuck that in. Top. Top top tier. Hilarious. Yeah. But X Factor era. The X Factor era is... I don't know. I want to put it in carrots because it's cringy. Yeah, I just think we chuck X Factor era. Oh, should we? No, we should put it in Swaggy Liam because it's cringy but funny but iconic. Okay. We'll bump it up. We'll bump it up. So, So the X Factor era, as we've established, it kind of falls into the where... We got the video diaries where we yeah. got, you know, their their live performances. The next the one torn. also falls the the torn. The first time we got torn, where we got Forever Young as well. Yeah. It was just, it was literally the starting point yeah. of these right. boys' career. It was how they formed together as a boy band. But Swaggy Lim, because it was like you think back, it's cringy. Yeah. Like their their auditions were shit, just <laughs> in a word. Terrible. Terrible, especially <laughs> since they like completely did Louis so dirty by just like 
showing the fact that he did a second song and they were just like, no, we're just going to show him do Hey There Delilah and he fucked it. But anyway. So good. And then the next one falls under the X Factor era and I think this just has to go in carrots. Yeah. Think? Or, and yeah, in carrots. And that's when they performed Viva, Viva La, La Vida. Vida. And that is <laughs> Niall just seeing his little heart out his going. Little harmonizing. Ah, ah, and Liam had to signal to him, like, bring it up a couple notes. Come on, buddy. Wrong key. Bring it up, bring it up, bring it up. That's just me doing karaoke, honestly. And it's so. just, oh, I, I know that for a fact that Niall never wants to relive that. <laughs> and so that's why we're going to put it in the carrots. Carrots, yeah. So great. So the next one. Oh, a sad moment. Sad moment. Oh, I, oh I can, I've got it in my head. It's their final group performance, which was when they were on X Factor. Yeah. And they were like, it was Harry in that iconic pink suit. Yeah. Yeah. And they were like, and they, oh. I remember when they performed, was it History? Was their last song that they performed? Oh my God, that's so sad. And they were like, and they like, they had this look on them. They were like, we know this, this is, is the, the end. end. This is it. And this is did... not the end. This is not the end. But in their mind, they were like, this is the end. Yeah. And they did like that group. I don't know where to rank this. Because it's not iconic. Well, I guess maybe, but. It, hmm. I put it in Pilgrim Harry. Cause I, no, no, Cause don't put it in Pilgrim tra- Harry. But it's it not traumatic. Kind of is. I would put it in the Take Me Home era. Because really? it was, because it's definitive. It's okay, the, it's like a moment in history. It's a moment in history. Doesn't yeah. mean it was a good, it was a moment. It was iconic. And it was like, it was great. It was a fantastic performance. We got to see them have a group hug, see them really love and care for each other and how much they really appreciated each other, even though it was sad. The next one, <laughs> chuck that in, take me home here easily, is Sane's hair strand from the AMAs. Yeah. Which we all wanted to be strangled by. Zane just having that little dangly. Oh my god, did he look amazing that night? They all so the good. AMAs was a night. Zane's hair strand, take me home, Mira. Like that was just a blissful moment in our in our fandom where we were all having a laugh over the fact that we wanted to just touch Zane's little individual strand of hair. <laughs> the next one I'm probably gonna put in the laughs we have. Really? I was gonna put it in why Zane left. And that okay, well it's Well, fun. I suppose it depends how you interpret it. Yeah, because okay. So it's the moment where they got shoved in a bread van. <laughs> and bread van. And they were stoned. Or yeah. Harry was at least. No, they were I'm pretty sure they're all like fucking you off think? Their faces. No, I think well well Niall seemed kind of out. Like not out of it. He was just like scared because he was claustrophobic. Yeah. I know Harry for a fact was absolutely baked. Yeah. So they were in a Baked bread in a bread van. Yes. Um, but bread yeah, van. they were in a bread van. I think it was in Rio. Um, yeah. And they were like trying to exit the hotel or was it the, the venue? I no, don't know. It was something. Anyway, fans were outside and they're like trying to like get out without fans noticing, noticing them, them in a yeah. car, like a black van or yeah. something. And so they shoved them all in the back of this like bread van with some pillows and stuff and then yeah. left. And they just drove out. And it was like. The I'd video it, is iconic. The video is hilarious. But it's like the context. I suppose again, it just really depends how you interpret. Yeah. It. So like the context that they have to like they have to get be in a bread van. van 
and to escape fans. Yeah. Like there's zero privacy. That is definitely the reason Zayn left. But then also the video is it's fucking so hilarious. Funny. So it's like how the, re- <laughs> the fact that the they're absolutely I, off their faces. I feel like we should probably put it in like the laughs we have because it's like it's not we're not interpreting the fact that they don't have privacy. We're interpreting the fact that okay. it was a bread van. And yeah. ha- they were baked. Funny. And there's also a photo that accompanied it that like arose recently yeah. of them. And Harry just looks off his face, but he looks so good as well. Yeah. So the last we have for bread van. Um, the next one, I'd put it in Take Me Home because it's important. Really? I think it no. was. No. Where would you put it? Not in Take Me Home. Okay. So the moment is. Louis becoming a baby dad. Louis announcing he had a baby dad. He had a baby he daddy. Has a, he has a baby. <laughs> he has a baby. Little baby Freddie. Um, and that was just like a sad day. I would put it, honestly, maybe I'd put it in Pilgrim Harry because it was traumatizing. Yeah. In the, not, not that he was becoming a dad. Like he's a great dad. And, and not traumatizing in the Larry way. If you're a Larry, then yeah. I'd put it traumatizing because it caused baby gate. Yeah. That was a nightmare to deal with. And then it got re-arisen recently. Yeah, the whole fact that everyone people think that the baby's baby fake, like fake, even though he literally looks like Louis if Louis was blonde. Yeah, like it's traumatizing because we also had that drama with Brianna and people trying to debunk her entire pregnancy. Oh like my God. traumatizing in that bad way because it's like the fandom takes something good like a pregnancy announcement, which is typically a great thing, and then twisted it into something that was absolutely. Out of left pocket, out of left field, out of pocket, out of our lanes, completely out of our depth. Should have left it alone. Therefore, Pilgrim Harry. Pilgrim Harry. Yeah, Pilgrim Harry. Like, because that's what I remember when I remember and Louis talking about how he's going to be a dad. I don't remember how like happy he was. Mm-hmm. I remember how the fandom just made. I it. also remember how the media were like, "Oh, you're having a kid," and like he obviously just didn't want to be like talking about it. Like he. His answer would always be, oh, yeah, we're really excited. I'm really happy. excited, yeah. I'm really excited. We're doing well. Like, it was clear that it was like, and he's, and he's, re- and he's kept it quite private. Like, yeah. he, doesn't, he doesn't showcase his kid, which I respect. And it, obviously, their whole relationship was one that wasn't, let's just say, maybe a one night stand sort of situation. I feel like, obviously, but I think it's. But just, I think he still is very involved in the, um, Freddie's life. Yeah, I was going to say the publicity that the relationship got made it turn sour, I'd say. Yeah. It's just a public affair. Like the whole public affair of it was what made it cringy yeah. and traumatic. Yeah. So to turn on our head, and that is this is a family show. Or, or is, is it? it? <laughs> just anytime Harry has said that from. We were watching that like concert. Was it with you that was watching it? I don't Maybe know. it was with my sister. I'm not sure. Um, Probably and not. he was just absolutely roasting everyone. Oh, like, yeah. That concert, like the whole thing with um, the quote where he's like, Liam's like to Harry, Harry, she's five. Is that from the same concert? Yeah. I just Harry remember. was just like he was oh, on, on something He was else. on something. He was high <laughs> on life, man. But yeah. That um, whole thing, that's where it started off. And like, he was like, hands up. Hands down. Yeah, Scream if that you want one to go too. That one too. That was, it was just iconic. Like, yeah. it's just so great. And the fact that he kept the whole, this is a family show or is it? Like, he kept that yeah. into the live on tour yeah. aesthetic. It's just, it's a defining point in Harry's career. It's a defining point in One Direction's because it was just such a funny concert. Like, memes, central, take me home. Really? Me. I, I would put say it the last because it's not that iconic. Like, fine, we'll put it in the last. Not many people would know about that, but it's hilarious. You really need to keep that in mind. (laughs) You really should feel appreciated right now. So falling under that kind of concert category. I would put in the same. I put in the last we have is the water fights. 
I got spat on by Harry once. Yeah, when, Harry, again, Harry tipped his water bottle on me and like damaged my phone at um the on the road again tour. Are you, Harry? Yeah, if you're listening, we're coming for you. <laughs> Our lawyers will be in contact. You owe me a new phone. <laughs> need a bit of compensation for that. Yeah. Tilly's iPhone four was damaged. Honestly, honestly, disgusting. <laughs> no, okay. So when I say Harry spat on me. <laughs> Don't, don't mean that girls, he like he hopped like a loogie and was just like fuck you. He was like it was doing that thing where he like the iconic the whale the, the whale mm. the 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 spray of water that he did. He spat and it landed on me and it was like that's just iconic. Like Harry just does that in the same way that like Liam tipped a whole water bottle on Louis. Louis yeah. did the same to him. Like the water fights were just iconic. Take me home, Mira. I'd put that. No, no, we'll put it last. We, we have, have. Yeah. last we have because it was funny. It was iconic. Yeah. It just felt. And it was just so good in the hot climate. It was just so good. And I think this also falls onto the last we have as well. It kind of, we could have just like put this under concert moments. I could have grouped it all together. Yeah, look. It was Liam's, oh well. Liam's costumes and hats that he, that he always just that wore. Banana the banana The banana. When he was at our concert, he got the little like cork hat. Yeah. That was iconic. He's had so many like just on costume. Did he moments. dress up as like a kangaroo once? I think. I think so. He also did like he's done like a bunch of like costumes and stuff, and that's yeah. just iconic. The last, last we have. have. Okay, the next one: leaking albums and um, music videos. This is a fan. Did we leak music videos? Yeah. Um, Live while we're young got leaked. Did it? Yeah, I, I don't rem- remember that. Yeah, I remember. I was in Melbourne on like a holiday. Yeah, and um. It got leaked on Twitter and I like stopped my family in the street and we're like, we have to watch this. Um, And it was like really shit quality. And I just remember, it was so good. I just remember the albums being leaked and like, there was such shit quality on Tumblr. I would like, hunt down to the depths of time. And people would get so angry. They'd, They'd be, be like, like, don't listen to it. You're going to ruin their yeah. like revenue. And I'm like, I'm the biggest boy band in the world is going to get ruined revenue because 12 people listen yeah. to the leak version. Oh my God. When, I still um, bought them. Oh, I think it was fireproof got leaked. No, that fireproof was, was released for free. Oh, that was did when they release. They it? did a free release. Yeah. Okay. I remember that, but the leaking albums thing, like every album essentially got leaked. It was so easy to do. Like, I don't mm. know why people are doing that. So willy nilly, but like, that was iconic. Yeah. I would probably, I mean, again, this one you could interpret either way. Like why Zane left, like, but I don't think they cared that much. But also... They still earned a shit ton of money off I it. loved, like, leaking the um, albums. And I'd, like put it in the, up I'd put like, it in the last we have, honestly. Because it's like, it was such a... Because it was like... I would put it in Swaggy Liam. You'd put it in... Yeah. Why Swaggy? Just because it's like a little bit cringe, a little bit like... How? I don't see it as cringe. I thought it was I actually, just don't think it's that iconic. I thought it was really iconic. Because, like, that's... Maybe and you I, don't think the you make me want it is that iconic? I think that's more cringe than leaking albums. All right. We're, I've compromised for you that many times. We need to make our own ones of these because we clearly disagree. Oh, well, that's why we're here. That's why we have two <laughs> people with different opinions, Matilda. Oh and my the God. final one. Oh, I'm going to cry. Uh, uh, I literally might this cry. This is my favorite thing. Because in the it's, world. it's the favorite. I'm going to get this tattooed. Okay. And that is. Maybe you love yourself like I. You say. Maybe 
can't sing little things without singing you sing. Yeah. Liam did it. It's a part of the it's lyrics It's a part now. of the lyrics now. Ed Sheeran didn't need to write it. It's a part of the lyrics. Liam did it in his live streams. So we good. do it whenever we sing little things. It's literally so iconic. The, like expression on um Niall's face when he sees like here's the fan go you sing and then and it's like we oh. all start to, he just the face his little, no. little face like oh, lights I'm up crying. I actually like right now it's just it was so perfect yeah I top tier top tier take me home era. I think I it think even started in take me home era so it it take me back yes exactly so we just we this is why take me home era is the top tier yeah. ranking <laughs> Okay, so that was our last one. And I love how the only thing we have for why Zane left is Zane leaving. <laughs> well, I feel like, yeah. I don't know. We, I maybe like... we need to reconvene this and like... Um... No, you know what? I think that it makes sense because it's like, I don't... I think that there were moments that would could have... We could have included that yeah. would have been grouped in with why Zane left. Like, for example, when, you know, Zane went through an entirely public breakup and people were like saying True. that their entire relationship was fake or when Zayn experienced a shit ton of like racism mm. or like when you know people would go over to their houses and stuff like that like I we didn't include those because it didn't it didn't feel like key moments of the fandom that you want to yeah. remember like Zayn late why Zayn left could have probably they could have probably include some like really stupid ones like I don't know like what did what had happened that what did Zayn have to do that was really really cringy that he looked like he hated doing Dancing. Dancing. <laughs> we could have included that, which yeah. is probably why we could have put this X Factor era in why Zayn left. True. Because he had to do the dance. There's too many moments. There's As too many moments. As you can tell, this podcast has been going for a hot minute and maybe we need to do a part two with more moments. Um, I, but there's so many moments to but count. There's so many. But there's, let us know which moments um, we will, are, were your favourite. We'll probably post this tier to Instagram. Yeah. And we will for sure. We will link you guys this tier. We Should we go through what our final decisions so are? So let's talk. Yeah. So All we'll right, start so top down. Let's do No, we'll no, Actually, no, we'll go bottom up. Bottom we'll, up. We'll so, go bottom up. So why Zane left? The only moment we have in why Zane left is Zane leaving. <laughs> because... Pretty self-explanatory. Yeah, makes sense. Makes and sense. And then carrots, we've got 18 months. I'm doing quotation marks. Yep. Um, the high we, zero. Yep. Hacking security clams. Yep. Um, buying One Direction from Modest. That was just <laughs> the most cringe thing I've ever known. Um, and then we got Let Nile Sing. And then the... Uh, uh, <laughs> I think that works. Next, we've got the Pilgrim Harry ranking. And I think the Pilgrim Harry, we've got Nile in Japan. Japan. <laughs> Traumatic. <laughs> Zooey weed video. Yeah. Traumatic. Louis becoming a baby daddy. Great, but traumatic. Yeah. Again, again, Pilgrim Harry is just traumatic. Traumatic. And then PTSD. In, in Swaggy Liam, we have the Wanted Feud, uh, the X Factor era, and You Make Me Wanna <sighs> Should be up the top, but um, you make me want it. I yeah, I don't care. That's up there. Next we have the laughs we have, which is we've got the pregnancy prank, bread van. Harry's multiple phases, the water fights, twit cams, where are we going today, Mark? Leaking the albums, the cheetah print interview, Liam's onstage costumes, the 2012 Olympics performance, or this is a family show, or, <laughs> or is, is it? it? Yeah, and couple right. karaoke. Just iconic. Just iconic, moments. hilarious moments that just fuel yourself yeah. to feel a little bit good more. Good to look back on. Good to look back on. But take me home. These are standalone moments yeah. that I think even the general public can kind of stick around with because it was like made international news. Yeah, the big, 
the big defining moments. If there was a timeline, these ones would these would be, be the, on the key core. And I love how the first one's the cheetah print interview, <laughs> but that is iconic. Um, and then we got This Is Us era, Video Diaries, Harry being late to the Brits, Tashi Roulette, Zane's lovely hair strand, um, One Day Down Under, um, the final group performance, One Day Day, You Sing, and the Talk Dirty to Me video. Did you put Cheetah Print interview and Take Me Home? I thought we put it in the last we have. Oh, no, I put it up the top. I put it in the last we have because it's like, it's kind of an inside joke. I guess we can move it. Thank no, you. I do. I do agree now. Yeah. No, but it's like those are just. Now that we've revised it. I we've think. revised this. Yeah. And I think uh, that just defines it perfectly. Yeah. Like if One Direction's career or like key moments of their career was to put in a ranking system, this would be perfect, I'd yeah. say. I think that obviously there's more that we could have included. Yeah, if you want amount. us to do like different ranking, like rank we the can, albums. We're right, we're, yeah, we might rank the music um, videos, the, the tours, s- the tours, the solo careers. We um, might talk about you know solo albums and stuff. Rank their those hairstyles. Their hairstyles because <laughs> there's so many of those. Because Tilly and I have very differing opinions on hairstyles. Yeah, look. <laughs> but we have. But I think this is a good starting point because yeah. it just really takes a trip down memory lane puts us into perspective about where we're standing in terms of like how we've how far we've come as a fandom Aww. with like all these things that we had to witness we can also like do deep delve into like the solo eras yes we have some, just too so, much there's too much potential oh. honestly guys Thank, anyway anyway if you i hope you enjoyed these like want these little like moments i hope they didn't cause you too much ptsd <laughs> or like you know sad cr- cringy things or yeah <laughs> thank you for, thank you so much for being patient with us again yeah. thank you for thank you guys uh, thank yeah. you for sticking we'll with us we'll be back we'll be back next week next week we'll we be have back. we have got content galore yeah. ready for you guys we're not we're gonna te- stay devoted with this we've got the equipment for it now we've got the patience we've got the time we're yeah. in the same location tilly yeah we're just all we can all we have to do is do podcast episodes all we have to do is sit down and just talk for yeah. an hour honestly but um yeah, show us your versions of this. Please follow do. us on Instagram, um, TikTok. On TikTok and Go check out the video of me screaming to Nile on TikTok. <laughs> That's iconic. Um, and yeah, we'll see you guys next week. We'll see you very soon. Bye. Bye.